Hi, good morning. I don't know the right thing to do to like get people to stop talking. <laughs> I mean, not that it was like too bad. Um, feeling a little nervous this morning. There are lots of unfamiliar faces. So if y'all kind of, I guess, bear with me as we talk. I have been really um, this year more than others, really like aware of Mother's Day, not like being on the church calendar or being a religious holiday or it not being. Um, yeah, not, not being something that we like have to celebrate as a church or have to do anything about. It just happens to fall on a Sunday. And so it becomes such a part of church. And I was thinking a lot about the sermons I heard growing up on Mother's Day and sort of the, like, every mom gets a flower and she walks in. I was wondering, where's my flower? But that's cool. But um, I was just kind of thinking about this celebration um, and, and the, like, you know, the, the kind of like older men always giving the sermon on Mother's Day. And I never thought about it at the time, and now I'm like, you don't know. It's different. It's different, you know. As, as mothers and fathers, we experience things different. But I, uh, all that, I really felt called to talk about something that wasn't just for like the five or now more of us in here that are experiencing motherhood, because I think... Um, the Bible talks to such a broader audience than that. So I'm going to read again, hopefully without tears, what I read earlier. It says, And Jesus says, Come. To all mothers and all children, he says, Come. To the motherless and the childless, he says, Come. To all who long to be mothered, he says, Come. Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Um, why don't you pray with me and then we'll keep talking. God, thank you for this, um, this Sunday. Thank you for a church that finds space to grieve with those grieving and to celebrate with those celebrating. I think there's room for both. Um, I pray that, that you guide my words just as I'm, I'm vulnerable or open, um, as I share with everyone here today. Thank you for this day. Amen. So today, what I want to talk about is rest. Um, it's something that has sort of been on my brain a while, um, like kind of what it looks like, what it looks like for just all of us who are sort of perpetually going all the time. And so I guess the best place to start is to kind of talk about my last few months, I guess, or or I've just been in this, like, really dark season, Um, like, really sad, dealing with a lot of sort of, um, like, perfectionism and sort of that cycle where it's like, oh, I need to to be all these things to all these people, and then you begin to feel stressed because that's impossible, and then after the stress, then you're, like, worried because you're like, well, that's really taking a toll on the people who actually need me um, all the time, my, my children, and sort of the cycle of darkness and trying to sort of climb out on my own. Um, and so I think to start with that picture and that um, for me right now, I'm, like, I'm so tired. <laughs> and I don't know that there's like a better word to describe these early years of my motherhood. I have two kids. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And it's like physically tiring because you're snapping car seats and putting kids on the toilet and helping change clothes and looking for shoes and... Um, being active and playful, and it's physically tiring, it's mentally tiring, because I no longer, like, have to make a doctor's appointment for myself. I'm doing it for two other people, and 
all the things that come with that, and feeding other people and, and worrying and praying and thinking about these other people. And so I think um, I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> and so I wish I could sit and be like, I was tired and now I'm not, and here's how we can all get there. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Um, I, I wish that's what I could say. You know, God showed me through this hard time. Um, but I, I'm not there, and I'm, I'm not sure that that's in the foreseeable future either. So I guess what I want to share, how to frame it, is I think I'm, I'm seeing maybe this small season of darkness. I'm seeing like light. I'm seeing a way to wade through the rough waters. So I want to share um, scripture with you. If you, I think we have it. This is Matthew 11, and I'm sure that you'll recognize these words. Matthew 11, starting in, uh, Matthew chapter 11, starting in verse 25. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal to him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I'm sure that's a verse that a lot of us have heard and read a ton of times. And so I kind of want to offer um, like a different version. It's actually not a version. The message is considered, I think, a paraphrase. But um, an author I really like uses the message a lot in her books, um, and she says she likes it because not only does it give us sort of this like fresh perspective on scripture, but it's like it carries less baggage maybe than scripture we've heard um, certain ways in the past. And we can rest in the new words because the old ones are sometimes too heavy to bear any longer. So I think we have this too. I'm going to start in verse 28. Um, and this is the same chapter in Matthew. Sorry. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's okay. I was super uh, moved by the idea of a real rest. I was like, oh, tell me about this. What does that look like? And so I think um, a lot of times we view rest as sort of like a break. So it's like, oh, um, we have a babysitter coming or the grandparents have the kids. Now we can finally rest. Or I'm going to go on a walk by myself and it feels refreshing and restful or or whatever. We sometimes think of it as a break. But I think um, uh, something that I've loved for a while that I had read um, is this kind of idea that that C.S. Lewis put out about how a lot of times we're upset by these interruptions or the things we feel like are like taking away from our real life, that we like need a break from the real life. And, and Lewis says, The truth, of course, is that when one, what one calls the interruptions are precisely one's real life, the life God is sending day by day. And so I think kind of carrying on that idea of um, a break is the idea of self-care, right? That's everywhere. Everyone's like, every blog we read, everyone's like, if you just make time for yourself and you can fill up and give to your children, if you just do this one thing, make time to be alone with your husband, then, then your marriage will be this. And I think, um, I think those are important things. I think all of self-care things are important. But 
what I kept noticing is that, like, kind of doing all those things. Like, I make time to go for a walk. I see girlfriends uh, for a glass of wine to, like, talk about hardship. And I do all these things, and yet, during the season, I just keep saying, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I so tired? Why is there no rest, even when I'm doing, you know, these things that my blogger tells me to do? And so I think what I'm really beginning to realize is that that in itself is not rest, that it's not enough, that I think what real rest is, this rest that Jesus is offering, is making room for prayer, for quiet, for contemplation, is like the making room for Jesus. And that happens not just in those moments that we're taking a break or being restful, not just on our trip, you know, when we're in the mountains and feeling refreshed, but rest is something that's available um, daily in in all the little pieces. And so um, I wanted to read a couple things to you. Well, I'll say this. So for a while, I kind of, or some of you that know me, I read a lot. I like to read a lot. Um, and I've been reading a lot of books for a long time that kind of talk on this, right? So like all these, the simplification, like if you declutter your house and just more of the same, it's like all these things you just do, then you'll find this rest. And so I think um, I want to share what a couple people say on that. So T.H. Warren says, um, she says, it's in the dailiness of the Christian faith, the making the bed, the doing the dishes, the praying for our enemies, the reading of the Bible, the quiet, the small, that God transforms, takes root, and grows. Or as Sarah Bessie has written, the real transformations of my life didn't come about at a conference or a Sunday morning service or during a mountaintop moment. The real transformations in my spirit and my character and my life were born and tended and raised in the daily mundane habits and faithfulness of my life. And I think both of those things are so beautiful and the message I need to hear so much that I can't, like, you know reduce our schedule and make it so, you know, where we're not busy, that's not going to bring me this rest that Jesus is talking about. But what, but what will bring it is what it says, like walking, choosing to walk with Jesus. And I think in my attempt to simplify our life, I sort of complicated Jesus. I like complicated that time that it had to look like this one more part of my like self-care routine is like waking up and spending time with Jesus versus pulling the, the covers of the bed and saying, thank you for this day, thank you for this bed, you know, thank you for this one quiet moment that no one else is in the room, <laughs> whatever that looks like. But I think that um, it's, I'm beginning to see a shift that seems much more um, uncomplicated. And so as I see it, the unforced rhythms of grace that these verses talked about are these mundane daily moments. It's the breathing in and out, Choosing Jesus when I'd rather cross something off my to-do list. Prayer when it's easier to scroll Facebook. And quiet contemplation when all I want is noise to drown out my thoughts. So I want to sit here and say that, like, motherhood is so messy and so hard. And it's um, more than I thought it would be. much harder than I thought it would be. Um, And I want to say much more beautiful, too. But sometimes it's not. It's just, um, it's a privilege to walk this life with my kids, but I, I'm, I've been just trying to do it so much alone. So I want to encourage y'all, whether you have little kids at your feet or whatever that looks like, to like take the step to not walk alone. And I want you to know that you are not alone, that I am here and that you are not alone, and that Jesus says, come. To all mothers and all children, he says, come.
To the motherless and the childless, he says, come. To all who long to be mothered, he says, come. Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for, my, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Y'all pray with me. God, thank you um, for tears and sadness that teach us things that we need to know. Thank you so much that you're willing um, and, and want to walk with us through these hard, um, the hard days. Thank you that you also bring the joy that comes when we walk um, through these hard days. I just pray for anyone that is tired, that we can kind of uh, link arms together and walk through this with you. Um, God, I pray for the young mamas in this room. pray that you give them strength and let them know that you're there to walk with them. God, we love you so much.